Hey, this is season two of our new episode of You Good, So, so We good. good. Hey, y'all. So, y'all, this is our first season, and we're kicking off with our guests. So, I'm Lola. And I'm Tola. And we want y'all to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, y'all. I'm Chanel. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. I am Brittany. I am 31, and I am taken. I'm from up north, New Jersey, and I'm black. Hey. hey, okay. How y'all doing? My name's Malik. Uh, 25 going to 26. Taken. Happily taken. Yeah, um, make <laughs> uh, African American. Thank you. Did y'all hear how Malik just got on the mic and said, hey, I'm Malik? <laughs> but nah, um, I'm Isaiah. I go by the name of Zay Speaks. I'm 23. Um, speaker, dreamer, motivator. Um, I'm from the south side of Atlanta. And uh, yeah. That's it. Okay. I don't, I don't think we need to disclose our age, do we? Should? <laughs> <laughs> We're 25. Well, 24. I'm like, yeah. We'll, we'll be 24 in a couple. 25 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but we're 24, technically. <laughs> 24 and a half? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all, we have our friends with us here just talking to, uh, basically, our panel. We're just going to disclose. So, our first question, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to say, so how has your faith, um, how has your, how can I word this? Personally, how has your faith helped you? Okay. Through life. kind of just. Through, through life. Through, through anything. anything. Yeah, so just how has your faith, how has your faith personally helped you, like, in your life? In your okay. Life. So, and whoever wants to go first, you know, pop up. You ain't got to raise your hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, my faith has carried me um, through everything. Faith, I believe, is the foundation of my life. Um, It's very hard to have faith, of course, blind faith, but it's carried me through everything, especially with me being an entrepreneur. I quit my job three years ago, um, and everything comes from the Lord. You know what I mean? So um, faith is everything to me. Um, I think I'll go ahead and add. I think faith has helped me. Because I think faith came into play when I didn't know where to go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, faith was just the answer to, like, to everything. It was the answer to, when I didn't have it, there was faith. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Of it being, like, the substance of things hoped for. Everything. I couldn't mm-hmm. see. So, I couldn't see. So, there was yeah. faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's how it's helped me in my life. Like, because every day that you got to make a new decision or every day that you got to kind of decide how you're going to govern yourself in life, there comes faith. Yeah. So, yeah. that's how it's helped me. Mm. Good. Well, usually I like to play it safe, but <laughs> you know, my faith has you know taught me to start taking risks and mm-hmm. doing stuff that I wouldn't mm-hmm. normally do. That's actually yeah. a good point. Um, I guess you know, faith obviously helps a lot. I got faith that when I go into work, I'm gonna get my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got faith that my parents gonna love me at this point. Um. Yeah, I got faith that God always take care of me. It's mm-hmm. it's been a a long process, but when I actually open my eyes and look at all the things that mm-hmm. He's doing, yeah, to help me to continue on, yeah. then I know He got me. So mm-hmm. that's good. Okay, so the next question is, um, <clears throat> how how was loving God? How did loving God help you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think y'all just want to go ahead and pop that one right on off. <laughs> um, I think because I came to understand that like 
God, the reason why I love God so much is because he first loved me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And despite, like, just recently, I understood what God's love was for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I understood it in the fact of when I read about the disciples, like, he knew what Peter was going to do. Yeah. God knew what Judas was going to do and yeah. still showed love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And before, like, God left, he just commanded us to love. So ultimately, it just it, it just showed me that Okay, because I love God, He's gonna He's not gonna love me despite my He's not gonna stop loving me despite my shortcomings and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. That's what made me love love God. So ultimately, like, yeah, I'm gonna love myself. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing that could separate me from from God's love. So why wouldn't I love myself? Yeah. Um, I think for me it was a two part process. You said how did how did um how did God's love or you loving God help you love yourself? Yeah. So. It's really, it's almost like a, 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 I don't want to say a bait and switch, but he hits you with it. It's like, you know, I know you hurting and he'll send people your way and do different things to kind of draw you in. It's like, all right, well, let me see what it's about. But it was, like I said, it was a two part process because um, I would spend a lot of time in his presence and it was healing me. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand it or I didn't really get it at first, yeah, yeah. but it was just a time period where I would just wake up and I would just go straight into worshiping and then praying and then reading my word. Mm-hmm. And when I got that um, time in his presence, it definitely was healing my spirit. And also when I was in the word, I was learning how to, you know, be consistent yeah. in my walk and how to avoid things that were going to hurt me yeah. mm-hmm. or how to battle right spiritually yeah. when I go against certain things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. When he when he loved me, he he opened up those avenues for me to, you know, continue to grow. Exactly. I kind of want to caveat what you said when like it's funny. It's not funny, but it's so interesting when you're when he says things that make sense. Like and it is like it's so simple that you can complicate it, Mm -hmm. and that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's like, how did how did God loving me help me love myself because it makes sense why would i keep doing something that hurts me and it mm-hmm. seems crazy but that's what you know the world and society promotes but it's contrary to what god wants you to do yeah. god wants the best for you mm-hmm. yeah. and sometimes it may not be what feels the best may not you know it may not gratify you instantly yeah. but in the long run it's the best but it's like any sacrifice may not look like the best but it's called a sacrifice mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like when you think about it i'm um, denying myself mm-hmm. but in the end and it's just like a prime example is fitness right you deny yourself of sometimes you know that chocolate ice cream but for the long run you're trying to help I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't never have chocolate ice cream but you're not eating it all the time mm-hmm. to get to a certain goal and it's the same concept when you're trying to build discipline mm-hmm. and have those boundaries because boundaries like guardrails and when you're driving right if we didn't have guardrails, you know how I many people mm. would literally die or, you know, it helps. It's that buffer, you know what yeah. I mean, to kind of keep still you. Hit the still <laughs> hitting the guardrails. Still hitting. But instead of you going completely mm-hmm. over, that guardrail stopped mm-hmm. you from completely going yeah. all the way over. Mm-hmm. So it gave you that second buffer. And I feel like God um, loving you gives you that fallback because in the day, because some people, I'm going to be honest, initially, you don't know what true love is. Because yeah. for me, I didn't have a good example of genuine unconditional love yeah. and most people don't and that's why god love is it's hard like every day so some days is good some days i'm i'm mm-hmm. i am um 
expecting God's love to be like how it is with people, transactional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's complete the opposite. Mm-hmm. Or you got to earn it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Depending on culture, depending on all these different things, like how you grew up. You're thinking, okay, God loves me how people love me, but it's actually the quite opposite, you know? So I just say God's love has helped me change my viewpoint on how I can be loved and receive love and mm-hmm. love, you know? That's just me personally. That's good. That is um, mm-hmm. That's good. I think for me, I feel like I've always loved myself, but I feel like the God love comes in when I may be going through a heartbreak or when mm. certain people might walk away, you yeah. know what I mean? Then I'm like, you know what? God loves me. Like, I'm good. The comfort, yeah. Of, yeah. Just, of just that constant like reminder, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. That's good. <laughs> kind of like ask someone what you said, Lola. Like the cu- culture teaches us that love is ex- is acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not teaches us that. Like, and God like literally says, uh, the Bible literally says that love is patient, kind. All mm-hmm. of these things it endures. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. All of these things. And then the Bible also. What I love about it is in Corinthians it goes and say like, and once you conquer these things, you'll you'll know these things just as well as you are known. Mm-hmm. So basically saying like, you have to do all these things for yourself mm-hmm. first. Yep. Yeah, you know what 100%. I'm saying. So if when we understand God's love, it's like that you can endure everything with mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. That you can be patient mm-hmm. and kind yep. to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we just we teach. The culture teaches us to accept these things, mm-hmm. but God just says, "Like I can love you despite them." Despite, yeah. yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. not accepting of them, but I love you mm-hmm. in spite of. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say a lot of things like you know how you know the commercials when it's like you're not you when you're hungry. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, mm-hmm. like when I'm loving God right, I'm loving people right. Yeah. And it's yeah. crazy because yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I haven't been doing, you know, I haven't been close to God, and that's why I'm real. Like, yeah. sure, tell her like yeah. you, you ain't been in. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell her, tell her like you know, be tell her be funny. It's like, oh honey, you, your relationship with God must be kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like your, your relationship with God must be kind of you know tender because you you're a little you little you're a little, yeah, you're yeah, little yeah, short. Yeah. You're little, mm-hmm. you know, but it's amazing mm-hmm. how you can see the effect. Of mm-hmm. your relationship, and that's why I say when you have that dynamic, you know you can sense when you're off, and yeah. then people yeah. around you like, hey, you yeah. got as mm-hmm. you know, you know, <laughs> patient. Yeah. So it's like, hey, is your relationship with you okay? Yeah. You're not okay. Right. You know, and it's it's amazing. That's why I say it's a beautiful thing to have that kind of foundation because if you're like, dang, my, I'm my look, it's evident. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's good. It's really mm-hmm. uh, it's, really, it's really interesting. I know when I'm not loving God the right way, I'm not loving people mm-hmm. the right way. Yeah, yeah. It, that kind of tells me like, okay, Lord, mm-hmm. you need to go back in your little closet. Yeah. That is a question. Okay, yeah. so That's I, I can start off because I spent some time last night thinking about it. Um, and I just never realized, like, sometimes you read the Bible and you say God is good. You kind of be like, it kind of leaves you with like, what's next? Like, God is good. God is, like, I don't, uh. know if that's, I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, sometimes when you hear something like God is good, you kind of expect something else to be added on to it for some reason. Maybe this might be how I read. But when I read it, it's like God is good. There's nothing else. Yeah. God is good. Yeah. So when I started to think about his goodness, I'm looking like, no, that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. So I can take that through every season. Mm-hmm. And that means that's that's covering everything. Yeah. It's like God's grace. That covers everything. Like God is the way I'm seeing God's goodness is it covers everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. But I will also add on to that question, God's goodness despite 
feeling good mm-hmm. despite good things happening to you because a lot of times people associate because i mean it's like the grieving process uh, i've met people good. i met people who've lost someone they cared about and it's like how can god be good if he took away yeah. and i'm not i'm not saying that grieving process is not a real thing but say how can god be good when because um uh, j cole said this little statement i can't remember what lyric um but he said why does it seem like it rains the hardest on the people that are you know mm, yeah. doing the good yeah. or mm-hmm. being good and it's like well god also said the sun you know rains on the good and the evil mm-hmm. so it's like how can you see god's goodness despite the circumstances mm-hmm. you know what i mean and how is how have you been able to see god's goodness regardless if your circumstances is not good if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah that leads to our next question, question yeah why do you think believers or people struggle or not equate trials and tribulations and sickness and just all those moments in life that happens uh, with not being associated with God's goodness yeah. or not feeling like it's good to them. So you can answer them. either question. Mm-hmm. What is God goodness to you? And then, or, you know, how have you had to not mix the two? Like, yeah. you know, mm. mix that God's goodness um, does not mean that good things are always happening or to Or that me. it's conditional. Yeah. yeah. So you can answer either one. Or both. Yeah, we'll take both. I guess go ahead. I don't. What if I wait? So is it two different questions? They're two or one. You can answer. You can combine because they both kind of connect. They all connect. Yeah. So, so I think I think I think of it like an insurance policy for real. Um, Like God's goodness doesn't say, or it it never like if you have insurance in your car, it doesn't say you'll never get in an accident, right? Mm -hmm. But you're covered just in case you do get an accident. Uh It's it's saying like. Nothing bad. Not saying nothing bad will never happen to your car, but just in case it does, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I cover you in spite of your accident, in spite of your dings or your 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 fender benders or anything like that. So it's like for me, God's goodness is served as an insurance policy because I knew that not I need to deliberately make bad decisions, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but he, just in case something happens, mm-hmm. I got you, mm-hmm. right? And it's so just saying like I think people. Like when I think about it, with the second question you asked, like how people get in the face of adversity and they think like God ain't good no more. more yeah. um, but I think it's like the Bible says, like no weapon formed against your prosper. Never really said that it won't be formed. Well, no weapon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll never say you may get a cut or bruise. You know what I'm saying? You just ain't gonna die. So that's how I think about like God's goodness serves as the fact that like it's it's my my band aid, my peroxide. Like it's gonna clean the cuts, but I may because like. Surely, as the day I was born, I was born to trouble. So yeah. something bad is bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we live in a fallen world. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's alright if I piggyback. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I feel like people just got this unrealistic expectation Patient. of what God is say, because yeah. of mm-hmm. the media. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, over yeah. yeah. I agree. A part of God being good is God being just. That means good and bad has to happen. Mm-hmm. That's, good. Yeah. How good, that's good. That's good. How would you know good. how good he is if mm-hmm. bad did not happen? Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. very true. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> you really got to go through some rain to yep. see, okay, yeah. he's really got my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really covering me and he's got in my footsteps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that goes into the first question you were saying, you know, what does God being good to you mean? To me personally, it means... He opens doors when it's time for them to be open, closes doors when it's time for them to be closed. Mm -hmm. He'll give me things that I need and make sure I don't get things that I don't need in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot of situations I could just stay back on. Like 2016, bro, I used to be riding around in the whip, no insurance, smoking gas. Like I really Mm could have been in jail and 
locked up. Yeah. I could have had a record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could have affected my schooling, my yeah. relationships, all this different yeah. stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. Or you see how they treating African Americans right now? The police, yeah. like, they could have pulled that out. Been, like, yeah, they yeah, had a gun. You could have been, like been, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean? you know. So just I, formally, yeah. To me personally, that's <laughs> <laughs> not funny, but it's a real thing, you know. You know yeah. what story? This kind of reminds me of you know Job when he was going yes, through right. all mm-hmm. the type of stuff that he was going through, and he asked God, you know, can you come talk to me and explain to me why this is happening yeah. to me? Yeah. And he kind of responded with. Uh, do you know how these things were created? Like it's very we only have this one perspective mm-hmm. and God has all the all omniscience of, yeah. of yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So yes, trust in his goodness and that all pieces come together for the good is Romans eight twenty eight. Super important. It literally <laughs> took him like a whole two chapters for to him to explain up. like yeah. how minute and minuscule you are as a human being mm. yeah. yeah i got this whole grand scheme mm. yeah and yeah. you upset because i mean i get it you lost your family but even before that you know the the devil was like oh test Test Job. I bet yep. he'll forsake you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it goes back. Even the intention yep. was, it wasn't even about really Job. God was just trying to say, nah. Like, he his gonna, faith is strong. His faith exactly. is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like you're going through something and God's trying to prove a point not to even you. I mean, but to the enemy. Like, oh, well, she ain't going. She yeah. going. Mm-hmm. And God like, watch, watch, yeah. watch. You and know what I mean? So, like, that's, sometimes we focus on the stuff that happens to us and God is even not even looking like about the situation, but he's looking for your reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you 100%. react? 100%. You're going to keep going through that little test now. And I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep giving. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is the same test. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So God is looking for our reaction a lot yeah. of times. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 100%. Y'all, I was talking to somebody the other day. Like, remember back in the day when people would wear the bracelets, but what would teachers do? It's like, yeah. how It's like how would life be if we carried that mindset through everything? Yeah. You know what I mean? Through all the bad. Well, what would he do? You know what I mean? And if yeah. people felt that way if people really understood that then things would be a lot better you know yeah. but they focus on the one side you know yeah. so that's good. Mm-hmm. good and we all guilty of doing it. oh yeah I of course yeah. i'd be like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know it's one of those things you gotta choose you gotta choose mm-hmm. to seek his goodness and focus yep. on his goodness and focus on who he is if you don't mm-hmm. focus those thoughts will come in and just crowd well, yeah. yeah they will yeah. Mm-hmm. it's true that's very true, Good y'all. Stuff. That's so, I'm going to say something about that real quick. <laughs> um, you know I love Lewis. I got to jump in. <laughs> also, we need to remember that long-suffering is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Well, what, honey? That's the fruit we don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. 100% now. we go through is part of being a Christian. People think that just because you're a Christian, you love the Lord, you're supposed to be perfect, act perfect, but... No, we yeah. struggle just like you. Yeah. It's part of being mm-hmm. yeah. godly. It's yeah. part of the fruits of spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. good. Well that needed. Is. That was good. Yeah. So um, the next thing is, um, how does focusing on the storm? This is kind of picking up. How does focusing on the storm keep a person from pursuing their purpose or dreams? How does man. focusing on the storm? How does focusing on the storm <laughs> hey, keep a person from pursuing their purposes and dreams? <laughs> Let's be real. All of 2020 was a storm for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. 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 So 
I mean, you got small businesses closing down. Yeah. And you see how, especially we all, we all black here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How much this coronavirus <laughs> affected right. African Americans mm-hmm. because it's hard for us to get like healthcare and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that because mm-hmm. we. Not a lot of people got good jobs. Yeah. We shooting to be rappers, basketball players, all this different stuff. So it's hard for us to, you know. But just, man, me personally, last year was the hardest year of my adult life. Yeah. Mentally, yeah. even like emotionally, spiritually. It was it was hard for me to connect to God. Mm-hmm. Because a part of me couldn't. A part of my connection growing stronger is being around the people of God mm-hmm. and get into oh, wow. fellowship and get into talk and get into hear the good things that are happening to you. And, you know, you can talk to me and give me encouragement. Yeah. I'm not saying that that can't happen virtually, but, you know, it's not the same yeah. Yeah. when you're not mm-hmm. in each that. other's faces I get that. or you can't give, you know, I can't give uh, somebody a hug and let them know it's going to be all right. So. Them storms, man, if you're not rooted and grounded, yeah. it's going to let you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, man, that was crazy, one. But two, like, I th- one of the things I was thinking of, like, when we talk about the storm, like, I think Corona or 2020, like, was deliberate in God's plan for the simple reason that a lot of times, and there's nothing wrong with what Malik said, but a lot of times we depend on these relationships to where we put more faith in the yeah. relationships than we do God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he separated, like allowed us to be separated from what we knew mm-hmm. to get into mm-hmm. like an unfamiliar place with him. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I just even when you talk about focus on the storm, like I th- I'm thinking of Peter, like the whole reason he started to sink because he took his focus off where it should be. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of times like we focus on the wrong things and begin to sink. Like, I believe that it's not the sin that drives us away from God. It's the focus on the th- of the sin mm-hmm. and the things of the sin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Focus yeah. on the sin and things of the sin that drives us away. So the whole thing about 2020 and just our walk with God is deliberately about focus. Like, where are you putting your attention? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree. Yeah, that, that's definitely key. Of, of course, 2020 was a wild year, you know. But <laughs> yeah, what about, yeah. you know, it's like if you I also heard a lot of stories of people who committed suicide last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of that took place. But then you have people who lost their jobs and stuff like that. But the, but then there was people who said, you know, I'm not going to be I'm not going to focus on the job that they just let me go. But then they then created a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you can't stay rooted in the bad sure. because yeah. you just keep going down. You know what I mean? It's all about your whole reaction and just staying focused to whatever you want. Yeah, yep. that's really good. Making it happen. Really I was listening to um, uh, this uh, book this on Audibles. And it was this lady talking. She was talking about this quote that Einstein said where he was saying that in the midst of difficult times, there's an opportunity for new. Mm-hmm. It's new. So I feel like for 2020, that's kind of how it's been for some people. Some people, a lot of people, it was a difficult time. For most people, it was a difficult time. For me, it was a difficult time. But it gave me an opportunity mm-hmm. also to see God bigger. Yeah. Like, I feel like, oh, for me, good. it made me see God bigger. Because I was like, well, how is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? I got sick. I caught COVID. So I was like, well, how is this, like, how is this working for me? Like, I thought you said you got a plan for my future. I'm sick. People dying. Like, I was really looking at God like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's up? And he was kind of like... You good. I'm going to bring you mm. through it. And he did. But mm. he also showed me I'm much bigger than what, what it's providing. Because mm-hmm. if you think most of the time when people look at God, they kind of limit him to only a provider. Mm. Yeah. I go to God to receive my blessings. I go to God. And God's like, I'm with you in the storm. I'm walking with you. And that's what he taught me last year. But I think sometimes when you're focusing on your storm, you kind of miss what God is doing in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually in the midst of your storms, usually when you look 
even throughout the Bible, that's when God usually uses people the most because most people who get stuck in the storm won't move. But people who are supposed mm-hmm. to be walking with God will move because mm-hmm. they understand the God they walk with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just it's just like it's just like it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's like just pruning you a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit to get but, better. And even then, if you really, I always like the like even the whole point where he started sinking. You know, Jesus is funny. But anyway, <laughs> he was like, you know what? Oh, he was like, oh my gosh, what you got going on? And he basically mm-hmm. grabbed him. Yes. Even then mm-hmm. he was sinking, he still came to save him. Mm-hmm. Even though he knew, he put, he was like, hey, why did you take your eyes off of me? He still did not let him drown. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, it's just, that, that's, that, good, that, good, that little that good, thing, like, even yeah. when you start to sink, he's still not going to let you drown. Yeah. But he's going to call yeah. you out on it. Yeah. Like, why you, <laughs> why you drowning? Why you, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, like, why you let yourself drown? But he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? But I'm not going to let you drown, but I'm going to tell you drowning because you did this. You know what I mean? So that's another caveat to just think about. Like, even Mm -hmm. then, when you are sinking, you know, and you are struggling. Like, Mm -hmm. last year, like, if you struggle with depression, last year was definitely one of them triggers. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like you're feeling all, you're going through all these different emotions. You have to remind yourself. And for me, last year slowed me down. Like, I slowed Mm -hmm. me down because I'm a busy person and I'm always, you know, distracted and stuff like that. And, I usually get my routine going, but I just was so distracted. And then, you know, crossing and then doing Greek life, that kind of started pulling me away. And I had to find my balance. And then I was trying to, you know, find all these different things. And it just instilled me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It made me be like, hey, look, none of that matters. This Mm -hmm. is what matters. This is what keeps you grounded. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to say that. Okay. So the next question was, um, why do you this is entering to the dating topic it was like why do you think so many young people struggle with expressing their feelings or emotions why do you think that's such a such a hard thing and do you think they struggle with it or, you or do you think they, think they struggle, struggle with it oh struggle. there's no struggle oh, you think this is just something that people do humanity struggles with in, in general yeah mm. But I see that very prevalent in millennials. A lot of millennials don't really manage their emotions as well. Yeah, more like responsible, right? Responsible. It probably starts at home. You know, a lot of things that people forget to process or don't get the opportunity to process Mm -hmm. as an adult is because, you know, of the way that they were Mm. trained up Mm -hmm. in the house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it starts with the parents and the family life. Yeah. yeah, I think it's bad. I think a lot of that. A lot of people don't know who they are. You know, <laughs> they they don't know who they, they are. Do. They don't know God. You know, they're getting all these opinions from social media yeah. and just the world, and then they're trying to conform it. But then it's not making sense because that's not who they, they are. are. Where you should be getting mm-hmm. it from, you know. So, yep, that's it. <laughs> yep, that's it right there. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, they're covering it up with sex. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be real because when you start getting mad and arguing and stuff, it's like, gosh. Mm -hmm. Then y'all take y'all little 30 minutes to an hour away. Babe, come through. Let's just watch a movie. Cook you something. You just did to do, and now you completely <laughs> forgot, forgot about, about yeah. dealing with You're it. You're bearing it. Yeah. You forgot about that's really, the deal that's breakers. Really good, really good things, topics. That's yeah. good. Like, mm-hmm. I would say communication, too, though. I was mm-hmm. just getting ready to say that. Yeah. Communication, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not taught how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the major reasons why we have problems expressing our feelings is because we never put in positions where we have to. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, I think a lot of people, I would say from 30 on down, don't know what it is to communicate outside of a phone. Like, yes. I don't know. It's a lot of folks can't uh, communicate without texting. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they won't call. Right, right. They won't call. <laughs> They'll argue on yep. the text message. Yeah, or yeah. we sit at the dinner table and there is no conversation. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times why people can't express their emotions because they don't have substance to express yep. their emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Folks don't know themselves. Like, yeah. that's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is real. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's your next question? So, okay, so why, um, okay, the accountability in relationships. Why do you think a lot of people struggle with accountability and even the opportunity to evolve with the person? That's friendships, families, everything. Like, why do you think accountability seems like something that we see? Last year, we seen a lot of lack of accountability from the leaders to, like, why do you think accountability is such a hard place for people to really get into and then actually to also require to people like I have to want somebody to be accountable for my life even when I don't want to hear it like why mm-hmm. do you think that's such a hard thing for people um, and definitely especially people, Christians because it's sometimes people feel like they can't come to a Christian and, and sometimes they say Christians can't be corrected right mm-hmm. but in all the time when you read the word god tells us he corrects mm-hmm. us because he loves us yeah. so it's like well you know and then sometimes people are like well you even meet somebody like maybe an elder christian and then something happens up like well you're a baby christian so you got they're like well you know but god's no, gonna no, at the end of the day 100 yeah, yeah. at the end of the day whether your walk is we're all here to sharpen each other mm-hmm. to yeah. grow each other yeah, yeah, yeah. so why do you think that's such a such a such a touch pride People don't want to admit when yeah. they have something wrong with themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. or see themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, because to kind of help, I feel like um, people misinterpret accountability with judging. Mm-hmm. But judging is not as bad as it seems. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's necessary, but I feel like judging is all based off of motives and intent, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Um because Malik is my accountability partner, and Malik gets me all the time. But I, ha- he's like, "Yo, sis, how is that appropriate?" Like, with my perspective is wrong because I have some. Sometimes I have some church hurt. So mm-hmm. if I'm my lens of my perspective, sometimes it's like you're not even giving them a chance. Give them a chance, and I'm like, "You're right. I wasn't giving them a chance." You know, mm-hmm. Tola's my accountability too. To like, you're wrong because I can be a little. Mm-hmm. You know, I can unintentionally have some bias because everyone's biased to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes someone telling you how you sound helps you. And it's like, I want that accountability, but are you going to be willing to receive it? So how do you navigate, okay, I can tell you and I am somewhat judging you, but not judging you. I don't know if that makes sense. I think it's more or less not judging the person, but the action, right? Yeah. It's judging the action. And it's also, it goes back to what we said earlier, like love. Like yeah. That, that you have to know that my accountability is coming from a place of love. Yeah. Like, you have 100%. to understand. And... Accountability uh, like makes you be vulnerable. Like you mm-hmm. have to be vulnerable yeah. on both. You got to open yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And you mm-hmm. can't hold me accountable if you're not willing to be vulnerable with mm-hmm. me. Yeah, like, that's very true. Like, a lot good. of times, mm-hmm. like we don't require require. Um, we don't require the same out of the people that we're being like uh, vulnerable with. Vulnerable with, yes. like we don't require them. To, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna bring you my actions, say, hey, I did this and this and this. I need you to keep me accountable. But like that person, I wouldn't do the same to you. Like, yeah, you have you you're gonna be a partner, which means yeah, yeah. it's a two way. You know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. some people not ready. Some people just not ready for it. Yeah, yeah I've some learned that as well. Because some people are comfortable. There was supposed to. It's like some people just love living in their trauma, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they don't want to get out of it. So if they're accountable, they're required to be responsible about their hurt. Some and you don't want to be responsible. Yeah. And it, regardless, it's gonna it's gonna do its damage. So at least if it's like it's gonna do its damage if you stay there versus you yep. trying to get out get of it. Get out of it. Yeah. And people don't realize that, oh, if I'm here, I'm safe, I'm yeah. comfortable. It's like, no, you're not. You're actually hurting yourself mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want that accountability yeah. so mm-hmm. that you don't have to keep going through it. It almost mm-hmm. challenges you to grow. Yeah, yeah. you know. But it's mm-hmm. like people think growing hurts. And it will a little bit, but it should hurt though. It should yeah. be better. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like it has like, to hurt. Of yeah, course. yeah, it should, it should hurt. hurt. Like, <laughs> then, 
but the the, the reward, yeah. How yeah. sure you gonna grow? Yeah. If it don't the hurt, reward yep. is, it needs to yep. be there. Mm-hmm. So that accountability, I, I everything and everywhere I've been in my my life, some form of accountability was there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I, because I'm one of those people, if I can get away, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get away with <laughs> like, it. You know, he's no key like that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like that. that if there's yeah. something you can get away with, yeah. you can get away with mm-hmm. it. But sometimes getting like I don't want to get away with things that really are going to you know. Harm so me. it's like and I think that's kind of like your relationship with God. Yeah. Kind of keeps you from getting mm-hmm. away with certain stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, get you know beating yourself at least basically. Mm-hmm. So the next question is, why do you think millennials just don't see the value in marriage? <laughs> and then how do you think? <laughs> How do you think the blurred lines in relationships, entanglements, and friendships in situationships may be the cause of that? Or affect that you? is a right. loaded question. I'm going to come like to it. you from a man's perspective. <laughs> come right behind you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a man, if I'm with my woman, I've grown up, I feel like a lot of people. Um, from the past generation, they didn't see a lot of marriages. There's a lot of, you know, fathers who may have left. Once again, back to the black community. I know that's, you know, yeah, you know, storyline. Exactly, that's a storyline story line that yeah. they say a lot of black fathers left. My dad didn't leave. His father left, but he didn't leave. Yeah. So it's not everybody's household. Yeah. But it's you know, it's a lot of it's people who deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. So you grow up, you see that, then you eventually find you. I find a girl, whatever. And she's already she may be dealing with some hurt too. And now like I like I said earlier, we mm-hmm. go back to the sex thing. As a man, yeah, I might want to commit, but at that point I'm like, okay, what's really the point if you kinda giving me what I want? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's honest. <laughs> Especially if I see some things in you that I don't like or that I don't want in my yeah. life long term. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to commit to you. Yeah. So then that leads to a situation or the drama and all this. And then, you know, in the back of their head, they're thinking, well, I may not stay with them longer. This is probably not going to last anyway. Wait, so, so I might yeah. get what I can. Get what I can and bounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's the mindset of a lot of the young These people. These young people now, yeah. So, yeah. Before I say anything, ladies, y'all want to go first? No, you can go. Now, I want to hear the guy's perspective because hearing it, I can be able to. Okay, you so. Know. <laughs> Not you on a free game. <laughs> but no, I think um, my mom shared, she just shared this. Me and my mom were really close, and she told me a long time ago, like, son, a woman is going to do, um, you're going to do anything a woman allows you to do. Um, and I think why a lot of people don't, young folks don't value marriage is because a lot of, in my experience, a lot of women don't require marriage, right? Mm. They're ready to give mm. access, give the man access to things that he hasn't earned. Yeah. Yep. So if you good. if you give me something I haven't earned, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, why would I, why would I pay for, like if, if if somebody gonna give me a Benz without me paying for it, is you gonna give it to me? Why would I treat it well? Why would I keep yeah. it? What, mm-hmm. What's the right sense of me getting now? a maintenance if I know I can get another one and another one and another yeah. one? Like if anywhere I go, I know for the fact of like. You're going to you're going to submit to me like you're going to sit submit to me without me being a man worth submitting to. Yeah. Why would I value marriage? Yeah. You're giving me the access and the capabilities of a marriage without being in one. Yeah. And to talk about the like the blurring of the lines, young folks, we don't really like being honest too much about our intentions. Yes. Um, and we don't really want to communicate because we don't know what we want because we don't know ourselves enough to know what, what we, we want. want. Mm-hmm. So that's why the lines are so blurry, and that's why. I don't. I think 
also, you know what I'm saying, when you talk about why marriages aren't valued, because we haven't seen a lot of healthy marriages, marriages. to know to value them. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know what comes out of marriages. Like, that's actually one of the most fruitful things, one of the most positive things that can that the Bible really talks about is marriage, the union between two people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally, no man can separate what God has put together. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's why they aren't valued, because people don't know what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost just, it's kind of... It's kind of been culturized as a transaction. It's cool. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It's lit. But I feel like it's been it's been looked at as a transaction nowadays. And then some people they actually see marriage and they see some of the failing marriages and they kind of don't want to go through that hurt. Mm. It's like, well, you can be married and get hurt and be still in a relationship and get hurt. The hurt yeah. doesn't change. The yeah. the grievance of losing somebody. You can be in a relationship with somebody for five years and lose them and still, you know, it's just it's almost weighted in the same way. You're still gonna get the same amount of hurt whether you're you know married or not or divorced. But at least in marriage, you know, they end for the ride. I think a lot of people also sometimes fear the to death do us part. I don't know if that makes like people just yeah. like forever. I'm gonna be with the person forever. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only person. Yeah, I think people <laughs> kind of feel like it's pressure to be married because it's like, well, what if I slip up? What if this happens? What if this happens? I'm like, yeah, but y'all don't understand. Marriage was never called to be perfect. It's a life's journey. That's why it's to death do you part. You're supposed to be able to go with the person. You're not always want to see the person. I don't always want to see my sister every day. No, like I don't always even <laughs> want to talk. Like I love her, I do. But if it's the same kind of transaction when it comes yeah, to 100%. being around someone. When you love and you loving them I think that's very um before y'all keep going man I hear you talking about people scared about hurt and pain but my question to them is what are you doing to prepare yourself for the marriage because yeah. it seems like the more people I'm talking to who are around my age who are married they're not going to counseling yeah they're, they're not, not seeing yeah. accountability yeah they're not looking for mm-hmm. the things that are going to help them be successful 100 mm-hmm. percent. that's good that's yeah. good it's, it's a process it's a process you gotta yeah. kind of want to be you gotta want to be successful out there. yeah I mean, exactly. you gotta keep the people around you that's gonna yeah, help you 100%. be comfortable you want to be keeping around mm-hmm. people that's gonna help encourage you to disrespect your wife you want people that kind of want to honor your marriage like yeah, yeah you yeah, gotta yeah. kind of really Mind want and too. value it so i agree i agree completely. i would i want to say just from my own personal experience I have, well, this maybe for me, but <laughs> when I, it eats me up when I settle. Mm-hmm. And to the point where it literally breaks, like when you put up with disrespect, it really, dis, it really, it really makes me question who I am when God give, it's given me, like I'm somebody's wife. Yep. And sometimes situations and things can happen and you're literally settling for either the links or the situationships, knowing that you deserve the best, but you can let your own hurt and your own, you know, things like just because people treat you a certain way doesn't mean you have to accept it. Mm, And you also have to have those boundaries and be disciplined enough that, hey, you might be alone or you might have to do these things because they're going to keep hurting you if you let them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, are you guarding your heart with all diligence? Mm. And for me, I've been like upset, but I'm like, why am I upset when I, gotcha. you know, I had a choice mm-hmm. and sometimes you can really forget that you have that choice. God has given everyone free will. Mm-hmm. Like that's the difference between us and animals. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We have free will. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we, we can honestly, and that's the whole, the fall of man is about free will. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like everyone has a choice. So when it comes to these situations, these links, you're just like, why trade half when you can get it the whole way? Yeah. 
So it's like, it's about patience and endurance. And I'm going to be honest, no one's perfect. And I've been in situations where I'm like, why am I in this situation? Like, why am I selling with the friends for benefits? Like, what am I doing? It's going back to my own fear, my own hurt. And that's mm-hmm. why I made that bad decision. And I lo- took my eyes off of God's promise for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these you different things. You also got to be honest. Like, you got to be honest with like, yourself. Because, I, you know, it's coming from like, It's okay to know that you want to have sex. But know it. It's like, But you can still have, like, it's almost like people, like, when I tell people, like, I'm waiting to marriage like oh they're like you do you have you not having sex i don't see how you can do it i'm like y'all put sex y'all give sex so much authority that it's almost like you forgot that that was created for god's good and Uh and it's giving you more harm like you're capable that god sex is good god created he wants you yeah you know like come on now i like that i like that he's created for it to be good but you guys can't under, you have to understand that's the same tool that the enemy uses to pull you away from God's presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that he can be able to get your heart entangled into that where God's like, well, let me enter into that place so that one thing like sex won't cloud who you are. It won't devalue you, but mm-hmm. instead it'll actually bring you up. Like it's almost, just, it's amazing. And it's, it's amazing. a lot of things. Anything can do that. Yeah. Because anything, like I said, it's not only sex. Anything can pull you away. Yeah. That's why I'm so big and I always ask God, like, God, keep me from clinging to anything. And that's an everyday thing because yeah. one season it may be food, you know, for a while it was food for me. Honey. But one time it was, good, yeah, it can I? be a little thing, you know, it can be yeah. anything that can kind of, you know, um, draw you away that can become an mm-hmm. idol and it's just mm-hmm. one of those things you just gotta always do routine checkups that's a constant thing because things will try to come in mm, here good, and there so checkup. it's it's like routine checkups and it's gonna be a process one day it might be this one day it might be that you just don't know but you gotta be mindful to continue and that's why he wants you to keep coming to him regardless yeah. so that he can say hey no this time hey you know this today is this today is that you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah Okay, so oh, wait, oh, wait. You guys can something? we get the rest of the witness? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, right? The question was about, talking about um, why do you think millennials don't value, don't see the value in marriage, and how do you think blurred lines in relationships and entanglements, entanglements <laughs> in friendships and situations might encourage that? Yeah. So, like, how's link ups, situationships, and you know, because that's normal. People are less link. Oh, we in a like you know we oh we linking like mm. what's linking, honey? Like you know, I, I you think know a lot of that is, is you know, <laughs> piggybacking off of what you said about why you keep settling, right? I think a lot of that when people do that, I don't think people fully understand what their standards are. Yeah. I think it comes back to home. Talk you know what I mean? Yeah. I have I'm very blessed that I have my mom and my dad who have married for 40 years. Both their parents are still alive. Both of them are still married. So marriage to my in my head is not blurred. It's it's, it's a very yeah. clear yeah. thing. It's you know an attainable I mean? thing. Right. You know, I've been celibate for eight years. You know what I mean? So prior to that, it's just yeah. like, you know, I was caught up in that whole lifestyle of having sex with people that I'm with or whatever. But then the time comes when you meet the Lord. And then it's like the purpose of meeting God is to wipe everything clear. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to have your standards that when you have God in your life, you should be walking different. You should be dressing different. You should be thinking different. You should be having your standards. You know what I mean? Before I made that commitment to be celibate, you know, um, I had those questions like, well, what if I meet a guy and what if he doesn't want me? And guys like, I'll take care of all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember the first guy I was with, um, 
after I became celibate, you know, we broke up after like three months and I cried my heart out. And it wasn't that I cried because of him leaving me or, but it, I cried because I'm like, is this what it's going to be like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's I had, hard. Right. It's really hard. Right. Because I had an aunt at that time who has been celibate for like 30 years. And I'm like, oh my God. Is that like, <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Years. Like, what? You know what I mean? That's a lot, yeah, you know, but yeah. if you but the more you get rooted in the Lord. <laughs> not on that journey, right. <laughs> Only God knows. For real. Right. Right. Woo. But it's like the more you get the more you stay focused on the Lord, Lord it's yeah. like this is who I am. So you either take me or you leave me. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, I've come yeah. across many great men and I'm like, oh, like maybe I'll change his mind or whatever. But then it's yeah. just like, no, this Six is ain't who I am. Him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So then and then you just stay rooted in the Lord and then you, you know, meet an amazing person, right? Uh, and, praise uh, God, praise God. And then, you know, but it's <laughs> also but you have to stay rooted in god and yeah. you have to know what your standards are and you have to stick not to settle, it and yeah. know that whatever you have for you is going to come from the lord you yeah. know what i mean and that even people in my family my the closest people to me are like you really think you're gonna find yes. somebody you really I think? and i'm like i i know it you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. so you have to just have that standard like this is who i am you know what i mean and so yeah you know and then you meet a guy who's like you know what i'm also on that journey, journey. as well. So, mm-hmm. so now it's easier, you know what I mean? And so, and granted, nobody's perfect, right? But yeah. it's just that, you know, especially if you're with somebody who's attractive, it's going to be hard, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, right. And, you know, me and him talk about it all the time because it's just like, you know, it's, it's hard, but it's like, we know that when we it. get to that point when we're married, it's like, it's all going to be worth it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all going to be worth it. So Especially you have to, yeah, uh, yeah, of course, okay. you know what I mean? Because everything I had endured, once I made that commitment that I'm going to be celibate until marriage, every, it was like, God was like, finally rolled the red carpet and my whole life changed. And, yeah. I, and, and, and I have kept up with that, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not hard. I mean, it's not hard. It's not easy, but I it's, know that one day it's going to all be worth it, you yeah. know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Chanel? Um, I think the reason why people lose faith in marriage these days is because they fear being hurt mm-hmm. and they're also impatient to wait. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you got to be steadfast in your faith and make sure that you know that you're not about to settle for anything. So, yeah, yeah. that's important. Yeah. That's good now. That's good. Okay, y'all. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You also got to be mindful of what you intake. You know, so yeah. I'm not on. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm just right. on YouTube, right? But on as far as as far as Instagram, I'm yeah. not. I've been haven't been on Instagram, Facebook in in years now. But it's like you have to be mindful of what you're putting into yourself, right? The yeah. mind is a That's powerful good. thing. It your is. mind is so powerful. People don't understand. So if you're throwing in there. You know, if you're following people that got big butts and everybody, Twerking. you know, it's like, right, right, you yeah. know, that's so the, the music that you listen to, if, if it's all rap, all that is having an influence on people, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Just the people that you're around, you know what I mean? I don't even expose myself to people who are not on my level anymore, you know, yeah. because I'm yeah. past that, because I'm trying to get to a certain level, yeah. you know what I mean? So if you have all the things that's going against what the word says, you then you're then you're like, well, why, why am I like this or why am I doing, you know what I mean? Well, what are you intaking, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like all good. of that adds up. She, I would say just gotta be genuine with yourself. Know your yeah. vices. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
know your vices now. <laughs> I like, yeah. like, I'm like, I know my vices. And yeah. it's like, sometimes even I feel, I entertain my vices. Like, eh, just a little just bit. A little bit. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. But know your vices. And yep. if you do fall, God is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. He's not, he, God's not laughing at you and pointing the finger. Yeah. Just start over. Just know if you start all over, you got to start all over. Like that's, but why keep starting all over? So you got to mm-hmm. find that balance. Like, you know what? I'm just going to hold off or I'm just going to. So it's, it's one of those things like, okay, <laughs> this is my vice. And you got to be honest you with yourself. To, you yeah. And people don't want to be like, like, yo, I, this is my, for, I don't know. What's the vice? Like, oh, you just said food. Yeah. Like food is a vice. Right. But see, like for me, I don't keep health. I don't keep junk food with me. Like in my house, that's why people are like, you ever come to my house, you ain't gonna have no junk food. You better bring yeah, it. Because no I try food. to eat clean. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm out and about and they got junk food, then maybe. But <laughs> in my place, I don't have junk food. Mm-hmm. Because if not, I'm gonna pick the junk food over the healthy food. Mm-hmm. So I only stock my place with healthier snacks or healthy food. So that's mm-hmm. all I eat. Mm-hmm. That's just how I beat myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I know like for me, like when I first started the whole process of being saved, like when I actually received him as my Lord and Savior, I was still smoking and drinking and every now and I wasn't really dealing with people because I was just I just don't really like I was dealing with a process of Some not really like people. people <laughs> I do, but it was just a season <laughs> in my life where I just wasn't interested in dating. I was really having to work on myself and getting a part of the healing process and just trying to figure out who I am because I kind of went away and kind of just plummeted and came back up. But um, when I was starting to really say, hey, God, I really want to not have sex. I need you to help me do that. Um he had to start showing me, like, I said, you got to, maybe it might be the music that I listen to. So I'm an R&B person. I love R&B music. Mm-hmm. But you can't help feel like you want to be cuddled with R&B mm-hmm. music. <laughs> so I just want to be comfortable. Yeah, give you me on to get you every time. You know, like, just all those songs. <laughs> so you got to be careful. And there's certain songs that might be triggers for me. Yeah. So I had to no, also... I had to take away, strip off all my music and rebuild of what I was listening to, like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. I had to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. I also had to be aware, like, I watch movies, and if it's sex scenes, I have to skip through it. Because at a very young age, I didn't realize that I was dealing with pornography and I was struggling Mm -hmm. with it. So for me, when I got old, I was like, okay, if you're going to be pure and try to keep yourself pure, you got to understand, yours might not be, somebody can touch you, you can be like, ah. But if you see an image, it can send you back somewhere Mm -hmm. that you'll need to go to. So you're going to have to, and it seems so crazy, I will leave the room <laughs> yeah while something is coming on netflix because i'm not all the way there yet but it might just be one of my vices i'm yeah, fine with sometimes it might be i might different be, from i'm people, fine with yeah. even being grown where i have to walk away from it because i have to understand how long the any probably has been building that up at a very young age yeah. so that i can be able to be like look hey i understand this is something that i struggle with so i gotta do whatever i need to do until i get enough self-control enough uh, a really a good grip so, uh, on it so i can be able to walk away from it but if not i'm gonna have to do what i need to do and it kind of goes back to mm-hmm, valuing it i'm like that's my resolve like i don't mm-hmm. want to have sex till i get married and people's like well that's so crazy and i'm like well that's what i want for myself and it's kind of it is kind of hard when you get around your family like even my own mom like what you said she's like well if you find a good guy <laughs> you're like mom i get it you know like she's like you find a good guy it's okay then you'll marry I'm like no ma like I tried a relationships all other kinds of way I have not tried it God's way yeah. imagine mm-hmm. if I tried God's mm-hmm. way what my marriage will stand for what it will bring to God's life and just everything and maybe it might help the next person realize that they're able to do it That's you know good. what I mean like it's people that did it why not try like what do I have to mm-hmm. lose like sex is me having sex outside of marriage for me 
has not really helped me. I don't know, but it hasn't helped me. It's mm-hmm. caused me to be in situations, clouded judgment, compromising. Like, mm-hmm. it's allowed me to, and it's also, it always pulls me away from God. Usually, when I start to be in a relationship, it just pulls me away. So, I'm like, I'm going to just try it, and we're going to see. We're going to see. Like, we're going to see. So, yeah. I'm going to just piggyback off what you said. I'll make it real quick. Oh, you could. All right, man. You got to uh, guard your eyes and your mm-hmm. ears because... You got to think about, okay, I'm, I'm going to just be candid. At the age of like five or six, I was molested. Mm-hmm. And I was exposed to pornography. Wow. Yeah. So when you're that young and you're learning it that young, and then at the age of like 10, that's when I learned about purity. I've already been learning about pornography yep. and all these different things for mm-hmm. four years. Now you're trying to mm-hmm. tell me it's wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you growing up, it's a constant battle. It yeah, is. It's yeah. a constant battle. You don't have so to. So just like yeah, you said, yeah. sometimes you got to leave the room. Sometimes I can't hang out with y'all. Yeah. I can't. I, can't Why? I just can't look at you because yeah. you got this on. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Everywhere you go, you constantly be a blasted. Yeah. Social media, Sexist, movies, all yeah. these different things, bro. It's like, it's really a battle. It is. It from a no, it's Yeah. <laughs> so... It's a fight. It's definitely a fight. And it's one of those things where, like, and I kind of want, I was trying to debate whether I wanted to touch on this, but what you said, Lola, of of starting all the way over, I think for me, I had to get to a place where, okay, I don't have to start all the way over with God. You feel what I'm saying? Because of the simple fact that, like, he knew that I was going to fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He knew that I was going to fall, but that doesn't make it right. I'm not justifying it, but he knew that I was going to fall. And I used to think I used to have to go through this. I thought I had to go through this whole like purification process for me uh, to get right with God. Yeah, you know like, he already uh, forgave you for all your yeah, sins. Yeah, right. Like it's, it's already paid. That's why he. <laughs> I had to get to a point where I realized if you always waiting to get yourself together, you're not the one capable. Love of it. Right. That's why that's Jesus right. is our key. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's why, like, I, and as a man, it is so difficult. And similar, I, I know some, it's hard for y'all. Similar, I had the same situation mm-hmm. where I was exposed to sex and all that type of stuff at a young age. So it was like. Constantly, even I, I'll be candid now. Like lust is one of the con- things. Where, like Adam, God has helped me beat everything else. I used to smoke, used to drink, yeah, crazy. That's one of the things I'm still like. Okay, God, you gotta take this from me, please. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Take this from me. Like, yeah. And so, it, it, and it's one of those things. I, I'm serious, no, man. That's how you gotta be. Because people complicate. I talk to God like one of the homies. No, but, yeah, but that's, that's a relationship. But people, people literally make him so. Like black and white, he's not black and white. But like, they don't even realize that one of the, the the highest levels of being with God is a friend of God. Like, yes, the disciples were literally friends, friends. and walked with God. Yeah, like, that's like, what he want to do with you. you know what I'm saying like a lot, of, yeah. a lot of things that <laughs> even the people that came to him, like Jesus went and. And that's another thing. Jesus went and sat with the sinners for real. Yeah, like, but I was like, all right, cool. I I didn't come here for the heal. Yeah, I, I came here for the sick, and that's a lot of the things the church got to realize. Like, this is a hospital. Everybody healed. We doing this wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a place where people need to constantly be healed. So yeah, it, they need to be able to candidly say, like, look, I have this problem. My name is Isaiah. Yeah. I struggle with this. Yeah, like literally, yeah, and yeah, every time. And, and we don't like, but. He, my last thing I'll say is like no, that's a segue to our next question. question. So you oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom was talking about it, and she was, and she said one of the things I love about God is like you can leave from Charlie House at three a.m., but by seven, God is using you to touch somebody's soul. Like, and we have to realize that yes, you did sin, but that doesn't mean I stopped using you. Yeah, yeah. 
and your dirt does not disqualify you from my love. Like yeah. that's yeah. like what. What's that's up? Some good stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Once I got to that point, I was like, "My dirt don't disqualify me." All right, God, I'm locked in with you because I know you're gonna use me and you're gonna yeah. work with me along the way. Wait, yeah, it's a process. Yeah, yeah. That's my sister always likes to talk about that. Um, it's something. Well, where is it? Where is it? Where is well, it? what he said about the church, where he said, mm-hmm. "Why does? Why do?" And I, I'm gonna be honest. I experienced this, and you go through this process where the church can seem very hypocritical. And people, I was like, Christians are the most hypocritical people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can come up, and they're the most critical people. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. Um, and it's like, how did you go from this person needing God's redemption to being the person to feel like you can pass judgment? Mm-hmm. How did you get so hypocritical? Mm-hmm. How did you get so self-righteous? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's something that you got to constantly keep yourself out mm-hmm. of. Because I ain't going to lie, when I first was like, I read it. I was like, oh my God, you you're wrong, woke. you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> and it's not because I was trying, I was just trying to, hey, let you know so you can come to me. Mm-hmm. But then it came up a judgment. Yeah. And then it's like, I realized there was this, I was in the military and this is when I, I went cold turkey. I said, like, I'm not drinking no more. It's like, you shouldn't drink. <laughs> like, I'm literally passing out flyers. I'm literally like on fire, oh, basically. Fire. Yeah. yeah. And people's like, oh, James is saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I remember. And I said, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And I ended up meeting a guy. And I was wrestling with that. Because we would literally have sex Saturday night. Sunday, I'm in church. Yes, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and then one girl, right? She was like, she was like, oh, I know y'all had sex. Mm. But you, you love God. So which one you going to do? Have sex to love God? Can you still love God? And I remember this one time. And I'm boo crying. I'm like, I don't deserve to be there. And I'm like, why am I here? And you, you, and I'm just like, God, why am I here? And I was like, why am I still having sex? But I love you. I know mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm, and it's not just sex. But I was like, I'm still. Why am I still doing this These when I know? Are, yeah. And God's like, look, you worried about the wrong things. Just keep mm-hmm. going. And the, I'm gonna say the only thing that I just kept going. It didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. But it was like I felt like I was being judged. But thankfully, that community didn't judge me. Mm-hmm. And one letter is like. I see that hickey on your neck, and you know that could be. Because I thought I put on makeup. It was one of those things where it was like I felt like I've been in situations where people judge me, even now with my body. Like that's something I'm still, you know, it's navigating. But it's like you have people that want to put this box on you that you shouldn't look a certain way. That was the next question I was about to carry yourself a certain way, and it's like yes, of course, be modest, of course. Do these things, but God want to use you the way you look, the way you are, the way you talk. Pro- is that your fault or theirs? Like, is that your problem or theirs? That's always my question. It's yeah, a I feel like for guys, it's a little. I'm not saying your problem. Like this. No, I'm saying I'm not even saying with men. I'm saying literally with the woman. Like, is that is that her problem? You know what I'm saying you can't help the way God literally yes. crafted you. But, but to be honest, people make it feel like it's it's, it's something that you caused though. And whether you like to say, like, I'm not saying, like, of course, dress. For example, like, you know how, like, in them old churches, they'll be like, oh, yeah. honey, we're going to get you a scarf. You know how, like, I went to, a, a, a like, a southern church, and they used to hand me scarves. And my 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 skirt, my dress was to my knees. She's like, one pulled me and said, honey, you can't wear that dress. But my dress wasn't fitted. But, of course, I still have a shape. I wore a dress. It was like a simple Ann Taylor type dress. If you see it, you're like, oh, that's just fine. But you can still see my shape. And she was like, honey, I don't, you can't wear that dress no more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And I felt, and I was singing on a praise and worship team. And I literally had, she told me this right before I'm about to lead worship. 
that that literally at hope I'm up there singing and I, I couldn't even focus on worshiping God because mm-hmm. I was like I'm sitting here tempting guys like I don't want to tempt y'all I don't want to cause y'all to fall and she made me so self-conscious and like I said from my past I was sexually assaulted so that already is a struggle itself so now she made me feel like I'm already causing that attention again so it's like she didn't I don't think she intentionally did it but it was like she said, oh honey you can't wear this oh honey you can't do this and I'm like so what can I wear? What can I do? Should I wear bigger clothes, bigger jackets? And I went through that stage. I was like, Did you know went what? through that season. And Tola was like, stop pulling down your jerk. Stop pulling down. And I was really struggling with that because I felt that from my fellow believers, like, okay, well, if she's skinny and she wearing the same dress, but because I have hips and I'm not saying do not be mindful, but it was just like, okay, so what is okay for me? Because God's not, I didn't feel that conviction with my with that that piece yeah, of garment and because people are like okay you save mm, i don't think you can really be saved and be thick you know what i mean it's, and that's what i kind of got like well so am i <laughs> not the saving crazy part is what does it say in the bible yeah <laughs> but it's like you you wrestle with that because again i have to think about that but god gave me my shape and i have to be mindful and that's why i say it's like what is modest is it modest based off my body type because you know, or is it like, modest how you carry yourself? yourself? You get what I'm saying. So it's finding that balance. And I'm, I've been judged. A lot of people, I still get judged to this day. You know what I mean? Feel like ah, I don't know about you. I mean, yeah, you cool, but uh. yeah. so I get judged a lot. And people's like, okay, well, girl, yeah, that's cool or whatever. And everybody, have y'all ever experienced judgment in some form of fashion? Yeah, or of I done had somebody tell me I need to repent after looking at my pictures on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And of course, I do think you want to carry yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say sometimes I do do a little flexing. I ain't going to lie. I'll be like, I'm bad, boo, boo. You know what I mean? Might do a couple flexy pictures. But then again, I have to still, God will always, you know, catch me. Because you know, I want- feel like people forget that each individual person who walks with God has the Holy Spirit. So yeah. my conviction is not that's your true. conviction. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. That's, it's just that, like, and I feel like that's where a lot of us have to peel back the veil. And that's what goes back to my question where, like, how for us as Christians, we get so much amount of pressure About placed on apart, us. And then apart. sometimes it's placed on people who are believers yeah. because they haven't received the grace and understanding it's the process. Like, I didn't start off not smoking weed immediately when I got saved. But eventually he started to work that conviction out me why I shouldn't smoke no weed. I'm not a drinker. I'm a smoker. You hear me? Like, I know <laughs> that's God. who I was. <laughs> so for me, I, <laughs> the reason why I say that is because I acknowledge that that was my vice, but I also understand understood what it what it, it it was a domino effect of other things i started to idolize it it was a wake up go to sleep it was a spending my last to do it it was <laughs> like it was it was starting it was starting to trump everything and guys yeah. was like i don't want anything king in your heart but me yeah. so i had uh, to understand that that was a part of the process but i didn't start i didn't i didn't as soon as i got saved i didn't start like that it became over time mm-hmm. so i feel like a lot of people forget to extend that the grace, grace as people are going, that's why God doesn't tell us. He tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves because you're treating people as you would like yourself to be treated right where there is at. A lot of times, sometimes you forget that you can't. It's so easy for us to lo- correct our loved ones because we love them and we yeah. want to lead them the yeah, right yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes yeah. God just needs you to love them right where they're at. Yeah. And you loving them is probably going to be the opposite of what they're going to do. Because people usually, it's hard people to really grow when you're 
criticizing them. Yeah. Because usually mm-hmm. when it's time to speak up to correct them, sometimes it just seems like it works. I don't know. Like when I have to correct you, it kind of just works for me when it's yeah. time for me to correct you. But in moments when it's not really encur- when it doesn't encourage you, I can sense that in a way. So it kind of almost com- contradicts what I'm supposed to be doing and helping you grow or trying to care for you or watch your set boundaries. But usually that you have that own personal experience by yourself. Like I'm just I there to help. I have you. a question real quick. How do you? Why do you? How do you feel like people? Because you ever be like, oh, I'm Christian. And people just feel like you shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that, should do. It. People feel like Christians are perfect people, but it's also sometimes we come off like we're perfect. But I, so how do you, how, how do people take away that, hey, Christians are just people who actively know how much of a, how imperfect we are. So how do you, I don't know if y'all get what I'm trying yeah, to say. I understand what you're saying. I, I mean, I do 100% believe that when you have the Lord that we should be set apart. Yes. I, yes. I just believe that. I believe people we shouldn't should, look like should, everybody. should dress a certain way. I feel like people should think a certain way. Now, we're not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just 100% believe that you should carry yourself a lot different from the world. Yes. You know? So, I, I mean, and, and of course, some people do come off like, oh, I have the guy, you know, I, I am perfect. But nobody's perfect, right? We yeah. all fall in different areas mm-hmm. of our life, I feel like. You know what I mean? But I feel like people should go ahead. I have a question. So, do you believe that, um, you know how sometimes people would be like, well, I'm only human, and then they use that I'm only human to continue to do wrong and sin and live in their flesh, rather than those who are constantly making an effort waking up every day like, hey. I feel like that's the difference. That's, do you feel like yeah. that's the fine line? Yeah, like, it's hey, it's a part of the, pro- it's the choice to say, it's I'm awake. It's the heart it's the to wake heart. up yeah, every good. day and be it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Yep. It's the intention. It's the whole intention. It's just like, well, gotta forgive me. And it's like, no, because God, God, that's not a safety safety net. net. Oh, God's (laughs) grace is sufficient. I'm I'm human. That's not a safety safety net. net. Because you can tell other people that, but God knows that you purposely meant to do that. You purposely meant to call that guy. You purposely meant to put that outfit on. You purposely meant to do Mm. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just all in (laughs) your heart, I feel like, you know? So. And just to add to that, right, like two things. One, like I have. When I got this, like, conviction myself, I was like, okay, yeah. I built, like, my whole brand, my life on the fact of, like, I'm not perfect. I'm just set apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, that. I'm not perfect. I'm set apart, which means I'm, I actively make a decision. I know myself. I know what I got going on. And I make, I make my decision, right? And I think I personally deal with, you know what I'm saying, being in ministry and, and preaching different stuff to people. Like, I personally deal with, like, I'm going to be judged. But at the same time, <laughs> I believe that... Mm-hmm. The body of Christ has lost its uh, relatability. Yeah. And I work really hard myself to, just to return my, the relatability. Like me and my homies that um we have to show the glory box. Like that's our whole thing. The, the problem is that we don't present the body of Christ with alternatives. Mm-hmm. We're mad because they consume the 85 South Show. We're mad because they consume the Breakfast Club. But we don't give them no alternative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I work to do. Like I work mm-hmm. to create this alternative. And yeah, you might see me turning up, but what am I listening to? Or you might see me doing uh, a dress in a certain type of way, whatever the case may be. But like, what's my character? And yeah. when I say dress in a certain type of way, like you might, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to put it on. Like when, when I'm going somewhere, like you know what I'm yeah. saying? You go, you like go. style. Like you can't be fashionable. Like it's almost like they they yeah. put you like you can't have you a fashion sense. Yeah, you can't wear Balenci. You can't wear high fashion brands because you're. It's like well, the finer things is a part of 
the nature. God yeah. wants us to have good things. God is like, blessing me because I'm obedient. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like don't don't I try to like, yeah, there's there's make a, us there's a lane like, for us. Just like music, you know what I mean? Like when I found the crowd, I was like, Oh my gosh, I, was like, I didn't know I couldn't do gospel every time. Like, it's no <laughs> I need something upbeat. I yeah. need something that I can do and bump in a car. Yeah. Um and then even then I was like, I could you know, it's like so to find that balance, it was like it was good to know that. But hey, I wanted to add to that though, there are a generation of like artists yeah. that are coming up like that, you know what I'm saying, around our age and stuff, the content that you know what I'm saying, I'm working with them. They are pushing that, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Giving us something to listen, to, listen to. to. Everybody ain't finna listen to Mary Mary and, and Kirk. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. We love them, but we got to get yeah. some Korea, get some crumps. So we got to yeah, yeah, get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives us, it gives, it almost, it almost in a way, like, a lot of times, I remember I was reading something, it was like, people don't realize that God sends us into dark places. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. So if he called out Lecrae like and Annie Menino, music industry. he yes. sent 100%. them into a place that was dark. So understand that when God has, you have a relationship with God, he's going to send you in areas that you, most people wouldn't say God doesn't have a position. And actually God is in, in everything. Yeah. God's in politics. He's in music. Some things he ain't going to be in. We know, but you know, like <laughs> <laughs> for the stuff that he needs to get his glory out of it, he's going to get his glory yeah. in the midst and the minus of it. So, and that's what you said, relatability. And yeah. I want to say this. So I would, there is, and it's weird, but for me, I would say when I was in Korea, again, this military, y'all, I was really close with a guy who was gay. And I remember when I first, like, got saved, he knew it because I was always talking about God. You know know how that go, right? You're like, God. (laughs) You're like, okay. But then again, I didn't overly, I didn't churchify him either. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, we were just friends. And I remember... It was random too, cause he was openly like, "Oh yeah, honey." Y'all. Yeah. Um, and for him, he's Asian, and I don't know, like a lot of cultures, that's a no go. Like yeah. your family disowns you. Yeah. They don't pay for you. Like they're like, "Oh, you're not mm-hmm. even my son." Mm-hmm. And he was going through that. He was. He only came back because the rule in Korea is that every male has to serve at least two years in the military. So he was forced to come back because mm-hmm. he was still a Korean citizen. So he had to serve. Mm-hmm. And. Me and him worked together, and he helped me. We grew, and and it was like he. I remember he asked me. He was like, "Why are you friends with someone like me?" And mm. I'm literally eating, so I'm grubbing. Like, what you talking about? I'm like, I'm eating my food. He's like, "Why are you friends with someone like me?" And I was like, "What you mean?" He's like, "I mean, like, you know, I'm gay, right?" Yeah. And he was like, "So why are you friends with someone like me?" I'm like, "Uh," I was like. I like you. You're cool. I was like, <laughs> but for him, I could see that he's seen a lot of that shunning, a lot of that, you know, all that negativity coming from people who are Christian. Yeah. And, and I felt bad. And sometimes I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I hate that. I'm like, I'm tired of proving that I'm not like all mm-hmm. these other people, but I'm like, they're human. You know what I mean? But I'm also like, so for me, I've learned to be that difference, to be mm-hmm. the genuine person, to be the relatable person, not diminishing my principles and my values. Yeah. They're not changing. Mm-hmm. But to let you know that, yo, I'm not going to be. And sometimes I have to deal with that initially. People see, oh, Shawty not doing this, Shawty not doing that. Oh, she got to be Christian. Oh, I already know she's going to judge me. And they're like, oh, no, Shawty not even judging mm-hmm. me. People it's like, it's cool. almost like the the Jesus sitting at the table with the sinners. He yes, didn't, he wasn't friends with people that were holy like he was. Yeah, he was one hundred percent. He just he invited them on to the journey. Yeah. He invited them even on to with the journey. him. It just was amazing because he was like when he asked me that question, I was kind of like, why would you ask me that? Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't he? He was trying to understand. And of course, I said he invited me to a gig. I was like, ah, I was like, nah, I'm 
I'm okay with that. She went to the gay club as well. I was like, nah, I'm okay. I didn't take it. I was like, nah. I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's more your atmosphere, honey. You know what I mean? I was like, that ain't me. But I didn't. But he's never going to forget that, though. And and, and to be honest, we're still friends to this day. And I was like, he just, he was just like, why are you friends with someone? And to me, it's always, after that question, I was like, I was like, you're human first. Mm -hmm. Like, I, and and there's so many people I've met that I've been cool with and their, their lifestyle choices, probably complete opposite, of course, be mindful of the company. That Mm -hmm. company does corrupt good character. But I feel like if God has placed them in my life, there's something that God wants me to, you know, Mm -hmm. sow in their life. So I just learned to love people. And that's like the story with when I first got home, I thought, you know, I was gonna like tell her. Oh, yeah. When she first got saved, I was like, this woman is. I was like, I'm gonna smoke a, fro- a first blood with my sister. We get hot together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and God. I thought that was gonna be our bonding moment. Like, ironically, God <laughs> made it God. You know what I mean? But I thought, I, yeah. But I, I was like, came we, she came home and she was saved. I was like, bro. Like, I thought we was gonna drink, smoke, have a good time. And it was the complete opposite. And for a while, I pushed her away. I all my, I boxed her in. Like I did it. I was. Yeah, she, I, she used to say. She used to say, "You're you're. Lo- I feel like you're trapped." Yes, I'm like, girl. I'm I free. Said, you know, I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I feel like you're, you're trapped. trapped. You don't want to do anything. You know." I was like, "No." And I was like, "No, I can do whatever." I want, want, but just doesn't mean, and it's that's it's a conscious choice. choice. Mm-hmm. I was like, just because I can do anything, don't mean mm-hmm. it's profitable to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ooh. So. I can, but I don't have to. And that's the beautiful thing. So, But she also loved me right where I was. And I did. And, and I, I think that that's when she took me, me to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I started to walk in church. The shots of the Crossroads family. Hey. And we started going to church. And I didn't, it didn't, that, it just started. But she could have judged me right mm-hmm. where I, and she did not judge me. Mm-hmm. It was something about that. I seen how much she loved him, but she was loving him genuinely. And I think, because we're Nigerian, so we've, been churched our whole life yeah like it's eh, night vision early today like you you at church all weekend like it's mm. church 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 you know like sunday is you lose your weekend so you know like <laughs> it's all day so we've been churched our whole life so actually seeing her living i'm like okay well it started to it start, i feel like people are curious to seek out They're a relationship truth yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and seeing the, the way mm-hmm. she was living i'm looking like well for her to change this way it can't be forced she has to want to change so i was like i'm a little curious and eventually i started to seek after and i feel like that's another it was a sermon that our pastor talked about was like everybody has uh, a desire to seek and i feel like a lot of people seek relations and most importantly seek a relationship with god but they don't realize that they're really seeking a relationship with god and sometimes you seek the wrong relationships to realize that Mm -hmm. you need to find your relationship with god that's the relationship Mm -hmm. you would want to seek after Mm -hmm. um anybody had anything to say though i just feel like if we i feel like the church and christians focus on more being just related related um relatable at least and you don't have to force being related and i remember someone told me people would rather see you being genuine than you being fake because they can sense that Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when christians are put on this front of yes and no people don't care about none of that they're Mm -hmm. like i'd rather just be around people that are doing what i'm doing at least they real about it Mm -hmm. because when you're being fake people that ain't working because it's fake Mm -hmm. i can see it Mm -hmm. but when you're really just being genuine and like it people just are more acceptive so for me I have never, I have never really said, "Hey, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ?" I have never asked that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't say, "Tell him you need to, you need to say, be saved, or you're going to hell." I have never done that with anybody, mm-hmm. and I've been blessed to have people say, "Hey, I want to give my life to Christ," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's cool, girl. When you want to do that?" Mm-hmm. And I've never asked them. 
I just was around them, loving on them, encouraging them. Mm-hmm. Never, you know, if they ask me for advice, I'm going to give you advice. And I've always just sp- sp- uh, spoke from a genuine place. And that worked itself out. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I just let my light shine and it worked itself out. Yeah. And if you just focus on that, everything else will work. Yep. So I have a question. Last question. So it says uh, God's will versus your will, God's plan versus your plan. What do y'all take about that? <laughs> yeah, what did y'all take? What do y'all take? I don't yeah, want my will because whatever I want is about this big, <laughs> you know, and God's like, that's all you want? Like, I have more for you. Yeah. So I definitely want his will to be done um, at all times. Um, man, God's will versus my will. You could just, it's just different, man. Like, when your mindset is right and you can mm-hmm. actually see what his will is yeah. mm-hmm. and you start connecting to him. Yeah. It could even be scary. Because yeah. he, he said some yeah. things to me and he's mm-hmm. like, I want you to do this. I'm like, Where? When? When is that You sure? Because mm-hmm. what about yeah. my background? Yeah. You talking about me? Yes. You can, you can see it's necessary for your life, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so... It brings me to the scripture that I don't really know for sure what it is, but it's um, many are the plans of man, but nevertheless, God's plan will prevail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I just learned to go with the flow. <laughs> like, I, I, I've tossed out, you know, my whole envisioning of what my life is going to be like. I'm just ready to do what what it is that God wants mm-hmm. for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, what I recognize is that, like, my life is a lot less hectic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I follow what God is saying to do, <laughs> my life. Okay, it, well, honest. Yeah, it, it 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 is less chaos. It's less, you know what I'm saying, um, because I'm planted or I'm rooted. You know what I'm saying. When I follow what God is telling me to do, otherwise I'm gonna like people. We're we're, we're sensationalists. Like whatever feels good. Mm. Yes. Whatever 100%. feels good to us, or what like if this don't feel good, if I don't like how you treat me, or mm-hmm. but God may have called me to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like God may have called me to minister to you, but because you don't you don't treat me a certain type of way, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move on, and then mm-hmm. your life has never changed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So God's will definitely has to be the dominant. You know what I'm saying? Um, my pastor says to me sometimes, I say you have to be more committed to God's will for your life than the things that happen in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just being committed to His will because that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to play that back for a couple people. <laughs> I will also say And this is something I'm constantly I'm like You sure? Because I mean we have people I, I have no idea I'm not saying I'm, I'm not claiming this at all Um, But people say Oh Lola you speak You speak And I used to hate speaking And I, I speak well But I don't I don't care to speak Because people love to hold people That openly speak my Well God. you didn't practice What you preach Like oh my gosh Like I'm, I'm talking to you I'm talking to myself too now Like mm-hmm. I need you to Like and it's one of those things like I have no idea. Like I don't know if I'm called to speak. I don't know if I'm called to be a pastor. I don't want to be no pastor. Now it's not about me, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want to be a pastor. Who would want to be that? Like not saying that it's not a blessing, but you literally the people and the way. And you know what they say? God says with pastors, you know how what you have to put aside to be called to that. Like yeah. that's not something you should choose. God mm-hmm. got to call you and appoint you for that. Yeah. If not, if you're, cho- mm-hmm. you know, some people are picking it because it's the status, the recognition. I don't want to play. I've never been one of those people. I don't like playing with people's souls. I'm just one of those people. Mm-hmm. So anytime I'm talking, look, I'm praying because I don't want to say anything. And God, like that's not what I meant. Ooh, my mm-hmm. bad, guy. Because yeah. how many yeah. people have? That's literally what the world and a lot of people have 
perverse. That's what perversion is. When you take what's right and you literally change it yeah. to even benefit you. So I've never wanted to say or do anything and use it for my own. I'm not saying I never had, but <laughs> to, I tr- intentionally try to be mindful that I'm not taking this and using it for my own purpose again. Yep. So anytime I'm telling you something, I try to make sure. So sometimes with God's will, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know what you're going to have me do. Because I really want to just play the backfield and live my life. Because sometimes people, but if that's not what God called you to do, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You have no choice. You have mm-hmm. no choice because he needs you to be there. He's and also going to prepare you for that. He's going to prepare mm-hmm. you for that too. But sometimes you're just like, God, I just want to be safe. I just want to mm-hmm. live a quiet life and tend to my own affairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not what he, you know, but I really just want to keep to myself. Because mm-hmm. if God's called me to be this place or be on this, you know, whatever it may be. Because wherever mm-hmm. he puts you, he's going to provide Put for you. For you. 100%. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you, you have to be mindful. Like, hey, God didn't God doesn't call the qualifier, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. call the qualifier. He yeah. qualifies you. And it's just like constantly being open to that. Yeah. Being open mm-hmm. regardless wherever you send. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wherever that may be. If it's if it's in front of a lot of people or if it's in a small quiet place in, my in the community. Yeah. If it what if it's not as shiny? You know what I mean? What if yeah. it's a little bit more low key? Mm-hmm. Wherever he calls you to be, um just be accepting of that. So mm-hmm. for me I ain't gonna lie, I was running <laughs> for a little bit, but I'm at this place like, hey, I'm. It's gonna come back around because God' purpose is gonna prevail. Mm-hmm. Just like um, uh, Jonah, stubborn self. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. how many Jonas? Everybody's been a Jonah at some yeah. point in life. Mm-hmm. Um, like nobody want to be a Saul, but we ought to miss some Saul. Some now. people, are, and you, you definitely mm-hmm. want to be a Saul where God takes His hand off of you because mm-hmm. you're being hard headed and stubborn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to be mindful all these things, but just being acceptable. Because really, what is really what is the worst thing that can happen? Like I feel like I, if it's from God, it's probably gonna be the God's best because He God. gives the best. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like remembering that in that process mm-hmm. and just being willing. Because it's a, some days you don't want to because mm-hmm. that pressure. Mm-hmm. But it's like God said. His I yoga. also learned like Most days. I also yeah. also learned that like which side would you rather to be on? Would yeah. you rather be on your will or God's will? Mm-hmm. God's plan or your plan? It's one thing to be able to be like, hey, God, this is what I want to do. Like, with my career choice, this is what I want to do. And God's like, yeah, you can still. Like, you ever see those pastors who they do it, and you realize they're pastoring, but they're not only pastoring, they're doing clothes. They're still rap. Like, they're doing all, and they're still doing their dreams and what they want to do. Yeah. God is not a God that only, he's going to call you to his will, but, but he's, he's going to still allow you, you to do that what you, you want to do. do. He just wants you to desire. submit it. To him, so he can kind of orchestrate it, so all the doors that you need to be open mm-hmm. can be open. Yeah. Michael Todd so, was a prime example. Yeah, like God yeah. is not going to only He's not don't limit him and mm-hmm. and what he means by His will because His will can be wherever it can still be what you want for do. yourself yeah, and what 100%. you want to do. It's just a different He presents it differently. Yeah. Okay, and it brings him more glory because most likely your will probably is going to bring you glory. Your yep. plans probably going to bring yeah. you glory. His is going to give him glory. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Anybody else had any final shot? Final shots. What's that? <laughs> Any final thoughts, Sayings or thoughts, thoughts to say? Y'all want to share real quick? Um, I'll just say thank you for. You know oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you know I appreciate y'all openly expressing because I feel like this is something people need to hear. Yeah, yeah. And also just meet, you know, push past the the stereotypes or stuff. Like y'all, we out here trying, mm-hmm. and that's why I said like nothing left to hide because there's nothing left to hide. I'm thankful that I can actually be like, Yo, God, <laughs> what you got going on here? Because then I can come to somebody. You know what I mean? Some people out here not going to nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if it's hard with them, 
Oh my gosh! I'm like, how are people doing it without yeah. him? Yeah. yeah, like it's it's a fight with him, and that's why he said it's a good fight. I'm like, bro, like you know, you read stuff, you're like, man, you you this ain't really, and he's like, no, like this is a real life thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, how could I? I don't know how people are doing it mm-hmm. without. I like I really, and I'm not trying to like convert you. I don't be trying to convert anybody. Look, do what makes you happy, but if it's hard, and sometimes it can be a struggle with him. Imagine it without him. Like yeah. life would. I, it's so. Uh, it's crazy how I really try to do life without him. You're like, what was I thinking? You know, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like you don't know. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's just one of those things to mm-hmm. see that. So I just want to share that. I appreciate y'all for coming, being honest, and just like, look, it's mm-hmm. it's the everyday thing, and you know the journey. But he gonna he gonna keep us down because <laughs> he said not one of my sheep would I lose. Like when you remember those, you're like, man, I can literally go do yeah. all this. God gonna still have me. You know, he mm-hmm. said he would never leave me nor forsake me. Yeah. That's Amen. like. It's like no matter what I do, mm-hmm. and that right there just keep me grounded. Let me not even play these games because I'm—I mm-hmm. know where home at. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Any other thoughts, y'all? Got to share? Say anything? This ministered to me very greatly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I appreciate y'all sharing. Yeah. I love being sharpened by other like-minded people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that. thank you for tuning in. You good? So, so we good. good.